Detroit, Michigan. That's a fine standing in the airport. A young lady, tears rolling down her face. She said to me, we need to rush to the hospital. There's a choir member whose baby is lying at the point of death. We rush to Memorial Hospital. That's the mother and a father. Tears in their eyes. The mother told me, the doctor said he had done all he could do. The baby had a rare disease. She had second and third degree burns on the inside and the outside of her body. Mm-hmm. Because of the burns, the baby's mouth began to seal. The doctor said, the results are confusing. And all we can do is wait. I want you to know why they were waiting. I begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we need you. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We are glad that you have tuned in to our live broadcast on today. We hope and pray that you will experience God in some kind of way through our services. We ask that you will like, comment, and share our services, and that you will most of all come back and see us again. You can connect with us on www.mounthorobdesoto.com. Dot org. Tell your friends, tell everybody that God is good and he's worthy to be praised. Enjoy. Amen. Why don't we all say amen? It is good to be back in the house of the Lord one more time. I don't know about you, but I think you ought to join me in saying thank you, Lord, for another day's journey. Amen. Amen. We are excited about uh, being able to have a Tuesday night insight, and then we've come uh, to celebrate his holy name and uh, to study his holy word to see what we can bring away from it. We thank you, uh, those of you who are joining us on our live stream. Uh, we don't waste a lot of time on Tuesday night. I simply want to lift up a scripture and have a prayer, and then we'll go right into our Bible lesson for the night. Uh, the scripture, our devotional scripture, will come from uh, the 27th number of Psalm, and uh, it reads as such. <coughs> it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise against me in this, will I be confident. One thing. I have desired of the Lord that I will seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Then this verse I like verse number five for in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion in the secret of his tabernacle 
shall he hide me and set me upon a rock. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his holy word. Let us bow for a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you once more and again for this moment, this time you have allowed us to come together virtually and physically uh, to learn more about your word, your will, and your way. Oh God, each and every one of us that are gathered, whether physically or uh, virtually, Lord, each one of us are going through our own problems and circumstances. But God, we know that you're able to do all things, that you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we can even ask or think. And then even more on that, Lord, we know that you're able to be all places at all time, that you're able to do anything that your heart desires to do because you have all power. So, Lord, right now we give to you our circumstances. We give you our situations. We give you our sick loved ones. We give you our bereavement. We give you our hard times. We give you everything that keeps us from doing the will of God in our lives. We give it to you and ask that you would have your way right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray a special blessing on each and every one that's gathered here tonight. And ask that as we proclaim your word on tonight that uh, hung down heads will be lifted and that uh, crooked ways will be made straight. We thank you for allowing us uh, to be called your uh, servants, your ministers, your pastors, your preachers. We ask, oh God, that everything that we say, everything that we do will be pleasing in your sight. And that any glory that is received on tonight will go solely to you. God, we thank you and we praise you for all your many blessings. And all who love the Lord said, Amen. 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 Uh, my brothers and sisters, if you were uh, here on Sunday, uh, we, we talked about where well, we ended our uh, our focus on things to be thankful for in the month of November. And being that this is the first day of December, um, coming this coming Sunday, we will transition into just talking about Jesus Christ. And uh, so on tonight, uh, I, I really want to piggyback on what we talked about on Sunday, and then we'll get into our Jesus Christ talk on on Sunday, uh, but we talked about on this past Sunday of being thankful for being able to come to church. If you remember, we talked about uh, don't be tardy to the party because it's a celebration going on. Every time we darken the doors of the worship center, every time we come uh, to the house of God. It is a celebration. We are celebrating God uh, for all of his goodness. We are celebrating him for what he's done in our lives. And so with that celebration, we notice that we have an object of our celebration, which is simply Jesus Christ. And then we have a reason for our celebration, which is the death, burial, and resurrection 
of Jesus Christ. And and that's that encompasses the celebration that we have. We gather just to praise God for Jesus. And then we gather to say thank you for dying on Calvary's cross. And so on tonight, I simply want to piggyback on being thankful for going to church. Uh, but I want to talk from this vantage point, the believer's behavior. The believer's behavior, because whether you know it or not, there is a, circum be, uh, a, a certain behavior that is expected of any believer, any man, woman, boy or girl who calls themselves a believer in the Lord, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So with that being said, our topic is believers behavior. And so I ask you to join me in the 22nd number of Psalm, and we'll lift up one verse for our listening consideration, and we'll see exactly what the Word of God has to say in this small pericope that will help us to be the best believers that God has called us to be. So in verse uh, 22 of that 22nd number of Psalm, it simply says, I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the congregation will i praise thee amen may the lord add a blessing to the readers hearers and doers of his holy word the believers behavior my brothers and sisters uh is the it's it's our executive pastor uh dr sc nash Senior that states in his book, Positives from the Black Corner, he states that while the tomb of Jesus Christ is empty, he says that our heads and our hearts need not be empty as well. Oh, my brothers and sisters, that's the heart of many issues that we deal with in this life that we live. Many Many of the issues, many of the circumstances, many of the problems that we deal with in 2020 is that Jesus ain't in the tomb. And I wanted to say it like that. Jesus ain't in the tomb anymore, but he's also absent from our heads and our hearts. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking to believers right now. Only if you've confessed the Lord to be your personal Lord and Savior. The issue that most of us have is that Jesus cannot be found in our heads, in our hearts, and oftentimes in our churches. I wish I had some help up in here. I wish I had one person that would say, amen, Reverend, you're right, that the Lord is missed in those three places. And there are some things, my brothers and sisters, if we're on the role of God. If we call ourselves believers in Jesus Christ, there are some things that God expects from us who are blood-stained, banner-carrying members of the household of faith. Oh yeah, my brothers and sisters, being a believer calls for more than just proclaiming that one believes in God or, that, or proclaiming that one has invited Jesus into their lives. Being a believer 
calls for more than just professing Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. Oh, no, it takes a lot more than just those things, even though those things are important. But, 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 but it takes a lot more for us to be the believers, the Christians, the men, women, boys, and girls that God has called us to be. It takes much more than lip service. I wish I had some help up in here. And it's this verse, this, this 22nd verse of this 22nd number of Psalm that gives all who are online, all who are here uh, uh, physically, it gives us all a roadmap to follow as it pertains to a true believer's behavior. Oh, yeah, this Psalm of David, my brothers and sisters, it starts out on a bitter note. In verses 1 through 21, David highlights his suffering, the suffering that he's going through in his life. And then in verses 23 through 31, he highlights the salvation of the Lord. Oh, and it's these two verses in the middle that I didn't uh, mention, this, these verses 21 and 22. Uh, this psalm is naturally divided between these two verses. Yes, these two verses serve as a divider. It serves as a bridge, if, if I may, and musically speaking, a bridge is something that, that connects the beginning of the song to the ending of the song. You heard James Brown say it all the time, take me to the bridge. The bridge simply is that which connects the beginning to the ending. And so David, David starts out on a bitter note, but then he highlights the salvation of the Lord. And I'll just let you know ahead of time, we won't do a lot of hermeneutical investigation on this entire Psalms. I simply want to talk about verse number 22, which is the bridge of this Psalm. And see if we can see what the believer's behavior entails as it relates to the hand of David. Oh, yeah, my brothers and sisters, this Psalm is divided in verse 22. And it's important for us to note the connection between suffering and redemption. I wish I had some help up in here. It's important to note the connection between sin and salvation. Oh, yeah. My brothers and sisters, it's important that we note the difference between the connection between trials, our trials, and our triumph. It's, it's important to, uh, to, to acknowledge the, the connection between our heartaches and our hallelujahs. Oh, uh, yeah, redemption, my brothers and sisters, it comes through suffering. Oh, yeah, you can't be saved from anything if you're not in danger. I wish I had some help up in here. My brothers and sisters, redemption, this, 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 this redemption to, uh, this suffering to redemption was David's experience. This suffering to redemption was the Lord Jesus Christ's experience in his earthly ministry. And can I tell you, I just want to let you in on a secret, my brothers and sisters. The key to our life is the connection between our headaches and our hallelujahs. Oh, yeah. Then 
And, and I, I, I know you don't believe me. You ask me, how do I know it? I, you ask me, how do I know that? Simply because I read my Bible. And the Bible clearly states that in this world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I wish I had just one Bible reader out there in Facebook listening land that will agree with me. Yes, yes, in this life you shall, shall have tribulation, but we really ought to be of good cheer. Why? Because God, Jesus, has already overcome the world. Oh, yeah, this psalm, my brothers and sisters, this psalm's anguish ultimately is replaced by a triumphant note of praise. Oh, yeah, and with that being said, that leads me really to my first point, which is simply that if we're going to have the believer's behavior, the behavior that fits believers, if we're going to be the men, women, boys, and girls that God has called us to be the first thing that's needed in this believer's behavior is an outside declaration. Oh, yeah, I didn't make it up, my brothers and sisters, because it's right there in the text, right there in that 22nd verse. The first part says, I will declare thy name to my brethren. Oh, yeah, David says, David says after he gives a long litany of things that he has been, that he's gone through or that he's went through after he's named all the anguish and turmoil that he's been through, he pauses and says, I will declare thy name to my brethren. Oh, yeah, David encourages us now in 2020 that we should have an outside declaration. Oh, yeah. We live in a time, we live in a day and time where the Missionary Baptist Church has morphed into the Stationary Baptist Church. I wish I had some help up in here. Oh, yeah, my brothers and sisters, I heard it said before that there ought to be a great commotion about the Great Commission. Oh, yeah, we know what the Great Commission is. Simply, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And then it goes on saying, teaching them to observe whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Oh, yeah, my brothers and sisters, we must take the church to the streets if we plan to be the people that God has intended for us to be. That's why I tell the Mount Horeb DeSoto Church all the time that we are to major in ministry. That's meeting the needs of others. I don't want our church services to be relegated to this body, this, this four walls in which we are in on tonight. But it's up to us to go and take the church to the street. Yes, this, this is not the church building. I know it's called Mount Horeb DeSoto Missionary Baptist Church, but this is the body of baptized believers. We come here to fill up on God's word, and I'm getting further, I'm getting ahead of myself, but, but we come here so that we are able, that we are equipped to go out in the streets and tell somebody else about the name of the Lord. David says, I will declare the name of the Lord to my brother. And we got to tell somebody 
about Jesus Christ. We've got to tell somebody what Jesus Christ has done for us personally. I can't lie on somebody else and make up something that that, that the Lord has done for somebody else and attributed to me. But what I can do is tell somebody that if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, if, if it had not been for the Lord reaching way deep down in the valley and lifting me up and playing, placing my feet on a solid ground, I'll be dead or in the grave or in jail. But we've got to tell somebody. That's that's the first part of the believer's behavior. We must have an outside declaration. Oh, yeah, we have a lot of declarations on the inside, but your, 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 your testimony is not, is, 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 your, your, your testimony is more needed on the outside. Yes, that co-worker you work with needs to know how God has worked in your life. Yes, that family member that's in your household that, that you never talk to about Jesus Christ, they need to know what God has done for you in your life. Even your social swirls, you must find some kind of way to bring up the goodness of the Lord. Oh yeah, that's, that's the simpleness of evangelism. It's not some uh, thought out, long thought out, uh, some planned activity where you go to throw the, the word of the Lord in somebody else's face. That, that's part of evangelism. Don't get me wrong. You must know the word. You must know about the goodness of God through his holy word. But the simple form of evangelism is simply just telling somebody what the Lord has done for you. Oh, yeah, it's not hard for you to tell somebody that if if someone uh, pushes you out of the middle of the road and prevents you from getting run over by a Mack truck, it's not hard for you to tell somebody else what that person did for you because they saved your life. They, you can tell them I was in the middle of the road and 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 the big Mack truck was coming and I didn't even see it coming, but somebody ran up and pushed me out the way. And then they got hit by the Mack truck. I wish I had somebody up in here. Yes, Jesus died for your sins and for my sins. And so with that being said, we must have an outside declaration if we're going to be the men, women, boys, and girls that God has called us to be, if we're going to have the right believer's behavior. But not only must we have an outside declaration, but also within this believer's behavior, we also must have, not only must we have an outside declaration, but we must have an inside dedication. Oh, I wish I had somebody up in here who was happy to be able to go to church. Oh, yeah, we must have an inside dedication. How do I know? Because I read my Bible. It's right there in the text. The text says, I will declare thy name to my brethren. And then, and then uh, David goes on to say, in the midst of the congregation. Well, yeah, my brothers and sisters, not only must we have an outside declaration, but, 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 but we, we must have an inside dedication. Oh, yeah, we must gather, my brothers and sisters, for worship. I, 
I know in 2020, in November, December 2020, with this pandemic, it has put a strain on our gathering. It has put a, a strain on the, the, the normalcy of, of gathering for worship that we once known. Oh, but thank be to God for Facebook Live. Thanks be to God for streaming platforms. Thank be to God that even though some cases we cannot, uh, we cannot physically gather, but we can be online. I wish I had some help. That's why I want to say good evening to all of the Mount Horeb members that are online. Good evening to everyone who is joining us in our worship service on tonight because you're showing an inside dedication. Even though we cannot come to the house of God, but we can get online and enjoy the worship services. Oh yeah, my brothers and sisters, this same, this same verse, this 22nd verse of the 22nd number of Psalms, this uh, verse has been known by uh, most theologians as a messianic uh, prophecy. Uh, and, and, so, and so, you know, David really wasn't known as a prophet, but he was quite messianic. He was quite prophetic in this psalm, because if you go back up to the first verse, you will notice the same words that Jesus Christ uh, uttered from the cross of Calvary. David starts out this, 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 this psalm by saying, my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? And all Bible readers, if you've been a, a, a part of a church any length of time, you know that Jesus Christ said that on, uh, the, my God, my God, Eli, Eli, lama sabbathene. He said that while on the cross of Calvary, which sim simply means, my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? But not only that, but, but in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 12, the Hebrew writer records Jesus saying these same words when he said, I will declare thy name to my brethren in the midst of the church. Will I sing praise to thee? Oh, yeah, my brothers and sisters, don't be fooled. Don't be hoodwinked. Don't be led astray. Don't, don't, don't be misguided into the school of thought that the church is only here to drain from our people. Oh, my brothers and sisters, don't be fooled into thinking that, that that church is a white man's religion or that Jesus Christ is uh, the white man's Jesus. That's the way it's been portrayed to us over the years. But, but when you become a studier of the Holy Word, when you become a studier of the, the time and place in which they lived, if you become a studier of the Holy Scripture and know what the record says, then you know that that black folk, that this is a black history book. I wish I had some help up in here. Yes. And so we must have an inside dedication, my brothers and sisters. It's the house of God. It's the word of God that serves as the Christian filling station. Oh, yeah. The Christian gas station is our worship services. We must come and, and fill up and, 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 and get ready to go out and empty ourselves to the world around us. 
the issue is, I've said it before, the issue is, is that a lot of us come and get our fill up and then we go home and park the car. And so next Sunday, we don't need a fill up because we ain't spent nothing. I wish I had some help up in here. But when we make our way to the house of God, when we make our way to listen to the word of God, that is a filling station. It fills you up so that you're able to go out and be the church. Oh, yeah. How can the church go to church? I wish I had some help up in here. But lest I hold you too long. With this believer's behavior, we must have an outside declaration for all of our brothers. And then we must have an inside dedication, being dedicated to come and fill up on the word of God and fill up on what God wants us to know so that we can go out and tell a dying world about a risen Savior. But lastly, my brothers and sisters, we must have an upside determination. I wish I had some Bible readers up in here because it's right there in the text. The text says, I will declare thy name to my brethren in the congregation. Will I praise thee? Oh yeah, we must be determined to praise the Lord at all times. We must be determined to lift up his holy name no matter what we're going through. We must be determined to call on the name of the Lord for all of his goodness, no matter what it looks like from our human perspective. David says, he says, I will praise the Lord. That, that says that, that his praise to God was a determined praise. He says, I will. He didn't say I might praise the Lord or if everything was going well, then I will praise the Lord. But he says, I will Praise the Lord that 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 when 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 the chips are down, my brothers and sisters, we've got to come to a point to say, just as David says, I will praise the Lord. Yes. When the odds are stacked against us, we got to come to the point where we can shout out with a loud voice. No matter what it looks like on the outside, I will Praise the Lord. When, when our bills are due and you don't know where the money's coming from, my brothers and sisters, I encourage you to praise the Lord in the midst of your trials and your situations. And when you praise the Lord in the midst of what you're going through, then you can see things starting to change for the better because now you're saying to the Lord that, Lord, I'm not depending on what I see. I'm depending on what I know. And what I know is that, that the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? What, what I know is that, that they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. What, what we should do when we're going through our, our situations is regurgitate the word of God that says God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we can even ask or think. Oh, my brothers and sisters, in the time of trouble, what you should do is call, is, 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 is say the words of that old James Cleveland song that says, God is the joy and the strength of my life. He moves all pain, misery, 
and strife. He promised to keep me and never to leave me, never ever fall short of his word. Then it says I got to fast and pray, stay in the narrow way, keep my life clean every day. I want to go with him. When he comes back, I've come too far and I never turn back. God is all that we need in this life that we live. We have to have that believer's behavior that says we have an outside declaration, an inside determination, but then we have an upside, an uh, 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 inside dedication, but then we have an upside determination. And that upside determination says no matter what's going on in my life, no matter what it looks like, I'm determined to praise and serve the Lord. I don't care what friends, family members, haters, anybody that you name, I don't care what they say. It's all up to the God of our salvation. Our lives are in his hand. And no matter what he's doing, just think about it this way. Think about the children of Israel when they were coming from Egypt on their way to the promised land. The Bible says that it was, an, it was supposed to be an 11-day journey, but it turned to 40 years. Now, I'm, I'm, I brought that up simply to ask you, do you think that all of those Israelites, do you think they weren't ready to get to the promised land? But no, God had to teach some lessons. And my brothers and sisters, I'm simply saying that a lot of stuff that we go through, uh, most of the stuff, that, if not all of the stuff that we go through, it's not nobody else's fault. It's not uh, because of this pandemic. It's not because of anything else. It's because God is trying to tell you something. In the words of, of that, old, uh, that old song, that whole hymn, that was made popular by the color purple. God is trying to tell you something. The Bible says that all things work together for the good of them who love God and are called according to his purpose. Oh, my brothers and sisters, whatever it is you may be going through on tonight, whatever it is you may be dealing with, whatever the situation, the circumstance is, You've got to get to a point as a believer in God where you praise your way through it. I said this before and I'm going to say it again. Life is not about waiting for the storms to pass over your life. Life is about learning how to dance in the rain. Oh, yeah, my brothers and sisters, on that note, I'm going to close out because I, I thought that was pretty. I thought that was a pretty good saying that that life is about learning to dance in the rain. Yes, when the storms of life are pouring rain all over our lives and, and the storms of life are wreaking havoc in our, in our lives and on our job and everywhere that we turn, the thing to do is to praise the Lord through the storm. David mentioned all that anguish that he went through, that he was going through, but then he says, I will praise the Lord. And then he goes into... Uh, what God has done for him. You've heard it said before, when praises go up, blessings come down. And that's, 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 that's all I'm saying on tonight, that through whatever it is that we may be going through, we must be the believers that God has called us to be. 
faith is not about uh, faith is not about everything going right in our lives, but faith is about being all right no matter how things go in our lives. So with that being said, there may be someone on our live stream who does not know this Christ that I serve, this Christ uh, of Calvary. All you got to do is make it known uh, that you're not sure you're saved and you want to be saved. That's what it's all about. It's not about Mount Horeb DeSoto. It's not about any other church or affiliation. It's all about spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. He died for your sins. He was laid in the borrowed grave. He rose early on the third day morning, caught a cloud back to heaven, and he yet lives. And the important part to note is that he's coming back again. He's coming back again. And so we must be found being the people of God that he has called us to be. Amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Just because this portion of the service is over, uh, if that's your desire to be saved, all you have to do is message us. Message, Facebook message Tag me in it, whatever the case, and we'll we'll do the rest. We'll handle the rest from there. Amen. Amen. So uh, we're now going to receive our offering. On tonight, I told the 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 membership of Mount Horeb uh, that uh, we'll we'll be uh, doing online streaming. Uh, for the month for our Tuesday night insight, we'll be doing online streaming uh, just so that my folk won't have to come out in the frigid air of winter. Uh, and, and since God has given us a platform to be able to stream, uh, you can stream online. Now, I said that we'll do that as long it was one one. Uh, uh, well, one thing that we needed to do in order to, to continue to stream online on Tuesday night, and that was to give. Say amen. Y'all say it with me. Somebody on Facebook listening land, say it with me. Give, G-I-V-E. Just as the Lord has prepared ways for us to stream our services, the Lord has also prepared ways that we're able to contribute that we're able to give, that we're able to worship with our treasures as well. And if you're online uh, and you're not a part of the Mount Horeb DeSoto uh, Baptist Church, but you want to be a blessing in the form of something tangible, uh, there are giving avenues that are on our comment section. We will be happy to receive your gifts and just let you know that your gifts will go to a a, a, a it'll be uh, what what they say it, it'll be it, you'll be planting on fertile soil, my brothers and sisters, because we're a church all about ministry. We're a church that's moving from religion to righteousness, and we're all about we're community driven, we're Christ centered, and we focus on freeing the captives as much as we humanly can. It's not our job to 
to, to save folk, but it's our job to have an outside declaration so that folk can be saved. So with that being said, go ahead and send your, your offerings in, and we'll look forward to seeing you on Sunday morning in your Sunday go-to-meeting clothes. Yes, this is first Sunday. We dress up uh, on the first Sunday with the best that God has given us. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing some hats, some suits, and some ties on this coming Sunday. Amen? Amen. Uh, with that being said, um, that'll be that. that's all I have, y'all. That's it. Amen. I love each and every one of you. God bless you. God keep you is my prayer. I'm praying for all of our uh all of our members who are dealing with bereavement and dealing with uh, ill loved ones, maybe dealing with trying to find a job, I'm lifting you all up in prayer. Uh, give me a call. Let me know if it's anything that I personally can do for you. I don't mind going picking up prescriptions. I don't mind uh, going to do a lot of stuff. Just give your pastor a call and let me know how I could be of service to you. Amen. Amen. With that being said, let us bow for a word of prayer. Then, Father, we thank you for what our eyes have seen and our ears have heard on tonight. We ask and pray, God, that you would help us to be the believers that you have called us to be, that we may focus on having an outside declaration, an inside dedication, but ultimately an upside determination. For we are determined to praise your holy name for all your goodness and all your grace and all your mercy that you give each and every day. Now, God, as we leave this place, we ask and pray that you would encamp your angels around our, uh, our vehicles. Keep us all safe from all hurt, harm and danger. Bless each and every one of us as we continue to fight the good fight and that we continue to be uh, do things that are pleasing in your sight. All these things we ask in your darling son, Jesus' name, and all who love the Lord said amen, amen. God bless you. God keep you as our prayer. We thank God and bless God that you have shared with us on today. It is our prayer that something was said, something was done that will cause an unsaved man, woman, boy, or girl to come running asking, what must I do to be saved? Thank you once again for joining our broadcast. And we ask that whenever we're online, tap in and share the Mount Horeb experience with us. Until next time, I'm Pastor Stephan Nash. We'll see you later.